There's gene editing is being talked about by the biotech industry in the same way that genetically engineered soybeans and corn were talked about 25 years ago. Safe and predictable. Don't need regulation. Well, so many studies have proven that false. But what didn't stop Australia from saying, you can gene edit animals, plants, bacteria, microorganisms of any type, and release them into the environment or sell them to people to eat, and you don't have to tell the government. They just call it breeding, which you can do on your own, and you can do whatever you want. So there was a study that was published about cows that were gene edited to knock out the gene that created horns. So they created hornless cattle. So they could stuff a lot of cows in together in factory farms. And when they published the research, a letter from a very pro-GMO mouthpiece <laughs> um, wrote, the letter wrote saying, this proves we don't need any regulation on gene-edited animals because it's perfect, no side effects. This proves that it's precise and predictable. And sure enough, they started to grow these hornless cattle in Brazil. They were filling out a herd for release. Well, in the fall of this year, in September, the FDA decided to actually do a sequence of part of this cow's genome. And they found that there were pieces of the bacteria that was used in the genetic engineering process that were stuffed into the gene edit. And now every cell of these cows' bodies had antibiotic-resistant genes that could resist three different types of antibiotics. Now, if the gene from these cells were to transfer to pathogenic bacteria, either in the cow's gut or from the cow manure, or from the decomposing cow, or from eating the cow in our bodies, it could promote diseases that would not be treatable with antibiotics. There's someone speaking at this conference, or in the conference program it says there could be as much as 700,000 deaths per year due to antibiotic resistance. I don't know if it's that high, but it's certainly in the tens of thousands in the United States, and there's also a lot of amputations to cut off the part of the body that has the untreatable infection. When this was made public, they killed all of the genetically engineered cows in Brazil that they were growing out to create herds, and we averted a near catastrophe. This was their poster child. Now, how did it happen? When you do gene editing, you create enzymes, let's call them scissors, and they cut the double-stranded DNA, but not at random. They have another guide that's attached to them, and the guide looks for a certain sequence. When they hit the sequence that they want, it cuts it there. Now, there's some problems. Sometimes 
that sequence appears over and over and over in the genome. So it'll cut there and there and there. Those are called off-target cuts. Sometimes it'll cut things in similar sequences. And for some reason, sometimes there's a thousand point mutations at the end of this exercise, or uh, it's insertions or deletions. Now, the people using gene editing tend to use an algorithm, a computer program, to let them know whether it's safe. They predict the most likely other cuts. And then in our infinite wisdom, we say, would cutting the genome over there cause any problems based on what we currently know about the way the DNA functions? So with that little bit of knowledge of what we currently know about how DNA functions, which the scientists say, well, this is all we need, they say, yeah, we can afford to do gene editing for a crop and introduce it into the food supply, even though we know there'll be some off-target cuts. But there's also on-target problems. And among the many of them, even if it cuts it exactly where it's supposed to, when the cellular mechanism, the repair mechanism, reconnects the DNA, things can happen outside of any control of a scientist. And one thing that it appears to do is to grab DNA from around itself to patch the hole. And so it grabbed the bacterial plasmid, the circular piece of DNA, that was used as part of the genetic engineering process and stuffed it into the cow genome. Now, that created antibiotic-resistant genes in cows. In mice, they brought in DNA from cows and goats because the serum in the Petri dish was from cows or goats, and they stuffed in cow and goat DNA into the mice including retroviruses. HIV is a retrovirus, a virus that integrates into the DNA. So here is a way we could end up creating new diseases from different animals. We're talking now about a virus in China that came from an animal. Here we're talking about transferring potential viruses from one animal to another through gene editing, and they're not even checking, in general, the genomes after they do this. They just assume it worked. In fact, one form of gene editing is to knock out particular genes, and everyone who does it assumes that it works, and they go on with their experiment. Hundreds of thousands of genes have been knocked out by gene editing before experiments are done or products launched. This study came out two weeks ago. It found that they tested 136 sequences where they knocked out genes, and in one-third of them, the knocked-out genes were still producing proteins. And in some cases, the proteins that they produced were truncated because part of the information was deleted, leaving only a portion of the DNA RNA to create the protein. So we're creating proteins that have never before existed in nature that could be allergens or toxins or carcinogens. 
which means that of the hundreds of thousands of knocked out genomes, genes throughout the world, maybe one third of them did not function because they don't follow up to see what actually happened. They just go with what was predicted. And there's genetically engineered mushrooms that use this knockout system from CRISPR that are ready to introduce into the US food supply. They may already have been introduced, I don't know. I don't think so. But we don't need to know because they sent a letter to the USDA saying, do you need to regulate us? The USDA said, no, we don't regulate this kind of CRISPR stuff. The FDA doesn't require any testing or notification. The EPA doesn't require any testing or notification unless it produces a pesticide. So there's no regulatory agency in the US that needs to look at these mushrooms. So they could introduce it at any time. And we don't know if the knocked out gene is creating something that can knock us out. Thank you for listening to Live Healthy, Be Well. Please subscribe to the podcast using whatever app you listen to podcasts with. Or go to livehealthybewell.com to subscribe. This podcast will inform you about health dangers, corporate and government corruption, and ways we can protect ourselves, our families, and our planet. I interview scientists, experts, authors, whistleblowers, and many people who have not shared their information with the world until now. Please share the podcast with your friends. It will enlighten and may even save lives. Safe evening.